Daily Draft Report. Set your DDR to record now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Daily Draft Report. It is your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. No matter how many times I say that line there, I still, I still stumble occasionally. So tonight's prospect is... We're going to start getting down into more meat and potatoes, guys. We've covered a lot of the top guys. So, Brian Robinson, senior Alabama running back, six foot one, 230 pounds, big guy. My guest tonight, Alabama graduate, Tyler Moore. How are you doing tonight, Tyler? Good, good. How are you doing? Um, just excited to be here for sure. I'm doing good. I'm acting like this is my first podcast. I'm, I'm struggling to go through <laughs> words and sentences and things like that. So, sometimes we have those days. I'm going to go through the recruiting profile of Mr. Ryan Robinson real quick. He was a four-star running back in the class of 2017. Oh, my gosh. That's a, he's the first guy from that class I've talked about. Um, maybe like, well, Malik Willis may have been in that one. I don't know. Anyways, he was the 145th national ranked, the eighth-ranked running back. He had 10 offers, including Alabama, Auburn, Cincinnati, Georgia, and Jacksonville State ultimately choose, chose to go to Alabama. And statistically, there's not a whole lot to talk about his first four years. He was kind of a role player, filled in a little bit here, a little bit there. Finally took the reins of his redshirt senior year, I'd imagine that is, uh, for 1,343 yards, 14 touchdowns. Did also catch 35 balls for 296 yards. So he had a pretty good season this year. He had a couple games where he was just absolutely monstrous. And we're going to talk about why he got why he did that and if we think he can translate to the NFL. So Tyler? What traits and attributes does he possess you think that could make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, I think uh, Brian Robinson is kind of that stereotypical, you know, just ground and pound kind of running back. You know, he's definitely going to be a first, second down kind of guy in the NFL. You know, it's kind of what he profiles out to. I don't really see him as a three down back, even though he had those 35 receptions. But he's got the power. He's got the contact balance. You know, he's got, um, like I said, the pass catching kind of stood out this year. And then his size sticks out, 6'1", 225. You love to see that, especially from the power back. But then I wanted to highlight a little bit. He he is surprisingly elusive with his um, – compared to his size. Most running backs you see that big aren't really very elusive. But I definitely noticed a couple things on tape. You know, he had like little subtle movements that he could get around defenders. So definitely more surprising than I, I was expecting. Right. I did notice that too, a little bit. Um, there are some things that I liked about him. I think he has pretty mm-hmm. good burst into the hole. He's fairly patient, pretty good vision. Um, he squares his shoulders. He knocks people over. I mean, he's a, he's a big back, you know, but he also right. understands how to be patient, wait for holes to open. He, does, he is very sure-handed. You know, he mm-hmm. doesn't drop the ball. As far as the pass catcher, he is, you know, he's got good hands catching the ball, but he doesn't run a lot of routes or anything like that. He's pretty much just a right. ball type of guy. Um, just, you know, he's got that size. Like you said, that he's very well-built, well-built, powerful, has, you know, obviously seen a lot of backs go through Alabama there. So I think he's probably learned a lot in five years, you would think. Yeah. And so he's, he's, you know, there are some things you liked. And last year, last week in the senior bowl, he actually looked pretty decent, you know, during practice and the drills and things like that. He showed, you know, some things that you like. So is there anything else you can think of that you wanted to talk about before we get to the negatives or... No, no, I think that's it. You know, he's just one of those guys that at Alabama loaded running back room, you know, every year he was there, he finally just waited his turn. And like I said, I don't know if it's a redshirt, maybe it was one of those COVID years that he got a, got an extra year of eligibility and it definitely paid off. Right. You know, I don't think last year was going to be 
really talked about in the NFL draft. Right. Yeah. I said red shirt, but then I looked back and I'm like, he had a pretty good amount of carries each year. So he probably didn't get a red shirt here. Right. It's always hard when these guys that have several years, I, I, I lose track of the extra years and all that. I well, especially, you know, this year, last year, and the next couple of years is yeah. going to be those COVID years. It's going to be uh, hard to keep up. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now, there are some people that are really high on him, but what do you, what do you see Tyler that could hold him back? Yeah, I think one of the glaring things that I think is going to be especially the biggest negative in the fantasy community on Twitter and stuff like that is going to be his age. Everyone hates older running backs, and he's going to be 23 at the start of the season. So that's definitely not a uh, good foot to start out on. Um, but outside of that, you know, what, what he can really control here is his open field speed is definitely questionable. I feel like he was never really in a situation where he was able to showcase what speed he did have so i'm kind of paying attention to that 40 time just because he really never got in the open field also vision he's kind of off and on i would say you know sometimes he makes really good decisions really patient but other times he just you know battering rams just right through the offensive line and gets what he can and then i think the worst thing about it is this change of direction i mean the dude just kind of lumbers around he can't turn on a dime he can barely turn you know like a a 90 degree angle. If he tried, <laughs> he fully decelerates to make any kind of change of direction. You know, the, the elusiveness is usually just kind of like a small sidestep, but like, it's usually not full speed. You know, we, we rarely saw him get to full speed and then athletically, you know, I think he's going to be fairly athletic, but you know, uh, the top guys in every class you see are just these athletic freaks. And I, I don't see him being, being that, that athletic freak. So I think that just caps his potential that he has. Right. And those are things like the, the acceleration, it takes him forever to get up to full speed. And his longest run of his career was only 37 yards, you know, which, and that explosive Alabama offense is pretty meh. Right. Right. Yeah. He just, I see a little bit of burst, but it's not special, you know, like it's not exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, he's just, this is the first the first prospect I've struggled on. You know, this is I think he's all right, you know, and he's gonna and he yeah. could potentially be, you know, a guy that we'll we'll talk about the fantasy here in a second. So getting ahead of myself yeah. a little bit. So all right, as far as draft projections, I think he's probably a day three guy. Would you agree, Tyler? Yeah, that's that's where I got him. Day three guy. He's definitely just gonna be like a complimentary guy. He's not gonna be, you know, your your workhorse or anything like that. I don't think he profiled that way. He's gonna be a one, two down back. Um, right. Maybe take over more duties if you know the guy in front of him goes down to injury or something like that. But realistically, he's just a jag, in in my opinion, just a guy. You know, he's going to probably be a backup um, and get some decent carry here and there, but nothing that you could rely on. Right? Yeah, I'd love. I put team or scheme. You would see a great fit, and I think he's just any fit that I think he could fit on any team. You know, like I think he's probably what better an inside zone. I mean, yeah, definitely, I would not say so. def- definitely not outside. Like you said, his Absolutely. lateral, his vertical is ridiculously bad. Like I may, I may have. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna go that fast. I'm not gonna go that far. Um, maybe, but, maybe way back in the day, right? <laughs> exactly. You, you see that he? I think he could be one of those guys that could fill in occasionally and win you a week or two. Or if a starter goes down in week 14, you know, he could be a pickup that you ride to a championship. You know, he could have a couple yeah. good games here and there in the right scheme. So. Then yeah. as far as you know, I, I think I was yeah. gonna say I think his best you know, case scenario is a Legarrette Blunt kind of season. You know, he's one right. of those big running backs that just a team finds and is like, hey, let's just run him into the end zone 16 times this year. You know, and 
you know, maybe yeah. that works out. Yeah. And you, maybe you just luck out getting him on the waiver or something like that. <laughs> yeah, Bill Belichick kind of took Damian Harris to do that. So maybe he'll, right. he'll be interested in Robinson too. Who knows? Um, as yeah. far as rookie drafts, where, where would you take Robinson, you think? I mean, yeah, I'm third, thinking fourth. like mid, late third, depending on landing spot. If he gets yeah. in a good spot, like I was kind of thinking like if he goes like the Cardinals and, and James Conner is gone, you know, maybe he gets that red zone work, um, you know, yeah. Tampa Bay, maybe depending if, you know, Leonard Fournette goes and depending on who their quarterback is. But, you know, if it's not a perfect landing spot, I'm looking more closer to the fourth. Yeah, that's what I was thinking late third. Um, but yeah, like either of those spots, I think you could probably justify getting him in the second at that point if he lands in, in just the right situation, you know. Right, so. right. And, you know, honestly, it's just the the lack of, of upside for me. You know, I feel like every card's got to fall right for just one season of like a LeGarrette Blunt getting those touchdowns. You know, everything just needs to fall in place for him to be, um, you know, fantasy relevant. So, you know, it's kind of pushing him way down down the the tier list for me. Yeah, do you do you? This is kind of off the grid a little bit. Why did he start this year? <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. You, you saw like McClellan come in a little bit, and he just seemed so much more explosive. And you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like questioning so, Saban because he's obviously smarter than me. But <laughs> yeah. I think the main reason he got a lot of a lot of the work that he did was Alabama ran into a bunch of injuries in the running back room. You know, they had their guy. Um, he's a, a five star. Um, I'm looking. I can't remember his name Sanders? right now. Um, no, he just came in this year. Um, Leighton, the one that's transferring. Yeah, Leighton. yeah, he's transferring. But you know, I think he redshirted this whole year. Trey Sanders, I think, ran into a bunch of injuries. Um, Chase McClellan also was injured and stuff like Trey. that. So I, I think they definitely just ran into a buzzsaw at you know running back at the very beginning of the season. I think we kind of saw a three-headed monster there with Trey Sanders, Robinson, and Williams, and a little bit of McClellan in there, but mainly those three. But then I think all those guys started going down, and it just became, you know, let's run Brian Robinson like we ran Najee last year, but, you know, Brian Robinson isn't really Najee, you know, but he he put up the yards because it's Alabama, and you got five stars along the offensive line, and you can just push everyone around. Even though their offensive line wasn't as good as it has been in recent years, it was still – good enough to run over, you know, the, the lesser schools. Yeah. Everybody's got to stay back for that pass. I mean, you can't put seven, eight guys in the box against Alabama. I mean, it's just, you know, you can't. I did have a a comp for him actually real quick. Yeah. yeah, I was looking another Alabama running back. I was looking back and looked on player profile. They match up really well is TJ Yeldon. Um, they actually are pretty oh, much I like identical. <laughs> They're identical in size, um, you know, height and and weight. But of course, Yeldon got like what I think second round draft capital. I, I don't think Robinson's getting that. And I think Yeldon was probably a little bit better in the passing game. So uh, you're looking at TJ Yeldon, but worse change of direction, probably a little bit slower and worse draft capital. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sounds like a reason to buy. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. And upside, I would say, you know, maybe a um, Jordan Howard, you know, like I think that's, right. that's an upside play. You know, Jordan Howard had a, a couple decent years. He was able to fill in spot, fill some, yeah. you know, bi-week fill in, but I think that's, that's about the the upside I see with him. Yeah. I think he's even still hanging around the league. I actually wouldn't be surprised if Yeldon was too. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah he, he was not long ago. I remember seeing him in a sleeper draft or two a couple years ago, but I'm not sure anymore. All right, Tyler, thank you very much. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you're working on? 
Yeah, of course. So thanks for having me. First off, um, you can find me on Twitter at Tyler underscore FF underscore. Um, currently working on uh, rookie profiles. I put out film breakdown on my uh, Twitter every Wednesday. I actually have one coming out on Friday. Occasionally, I like to double up if I get a little bit ahead, but definitely every Wednesday, check out my profile. It's up on my pinned tweet, so you can find it there. Yep, absolutely. Definitely check those out. Very good stuff, man. I still Thank wish you. I could do that. Um, eventually, I'll learn how to do a thread and stuff like that. So I'm kind of painfully ignorant sometimes. Um, <laughs> hey, this takes one and then you're you're hooked. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Maybe, maybe one more thing I don't need. <laughs> my wife already is like, you know, what? she already hates my podcasts and things. So, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter, FF People's Champ. My work at the Dynasty Nerds and Campus to Canton. And you can find this podcast on Twitter at Daily Draft RPRT. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.